Ladies and gentlemen, this is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. Just beware. Beware of? Oh, did you hear that? Yes, I did. Do you know why? Did you not hear it? No, I didn't. The microphone hit the chair. Don't ask me how. <clears throat> this is Lynn. This is Lynn, and, and, and I don't know which mic you're on. I am on... Why don't I have a number? Three. Okay. Now I, was, I got you. I was not on. You were on, but you weren't. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice day. It is a gorgeous day. There's no snow. None. Because it's April. My daughter's got snow in Idaho. Oh my! Mm-hmm. How much? Not much. No, it's gonna me- it, it will melt. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the thing. If it snows now, it will melt. I still can't believe she lives in Idaho. Idaho, the home of the potato. Potato. Okay. Potato. I'm Lynn, and I'm not, and <laughs> because she's Bev, <laughs> and together we are stuffed. Did I say that really loud? Yes, you did. Stuff. Stuff. We are stuffed. We're stuffed. And we are here every Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. WTBR 89.7. Mm-hmm. And we will be going <gasps> live. live. Oh, my gosh. In May 2022. Do you know we're, how early that means I have to get up? I know. Gosh. Yes. You know, remember when during the pandemic we tried to do this uh, on our computers, we were doing it on yes. FaceTime yeah. or whatever they had us hooked up to. But it didn't sound good. But we were in our pajamas. Oh, it was nice. <laughs> pajamas. You know, you've seen those clips of people that have meetings and it's a FaceTime meeting and they stand up and, you know, they have a suit on with a tie or no and, pants and no pants, pajama <laughs> bottoms or underwear. And that's how it was in the world. And we're still in 2022. Yeah. Where did you go? I didn't go anywhere. Then why is that a surprise? Not. <laughs> well, just in, just you know, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Is that how this is going to go? Yeah, this is going to go really, really wrong today. Oh. So no, it won't go really wrong today. What do you have to share? I have some pretty interesting stuff. Do you have true or false? I do. All right. Now then. either. All three are true, all three are false, okay. or a mix thereof. Okay. Okay? I don't have a pen. <sighs> Shall I wait for you to get a pen? You got a pen? She's I got a pen. I have a pen, and I don't know why it's so important for me to write these down, because I, I actually just said to myself, why do you need a pen? Because... You don't need a pen, but now it's a habit. You don't look at them afterwards, do true. you? No. Okay. It's, it's my habit. All so, right. Tr- all could be true, all could be false, some could be true, some could be false. Yes. Got it. Donald Duck's sister is named Donna. That's one. Oh, okay. Number two, the name of the dog on a box of Cracker Jacks is Spot. Okay. Hmm. And the first food grown and eaten in space was potatoes. Hmm. 
So there you have it. Wow. Potatoes in space. It sounds like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Fritters. And now, stay tuned for Potatoes in Space. Somebody gave a speech at a Lions meeting a little while ago. She handed out keys, little plastic keys to everybody and said, these are the keys to your future and blah, 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 and this is what we're going to do. And it's not small potatoes. And ever since then, <laughs> <laughs> all I can think about is keys, small potatoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a lion for you. There you go. It's a lion for you. So all those are true. All those are false. Some of those are true. Some of those are false. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to picture the box of Cracker Jacks. And I just remember the the little guy. Yeah. He was in a sailor suit. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and I'm trying to, it was a dog. Yep. <laughs> and there was that little cheap little prize inside. Oh, but everybody just clamored just for. wanted that yes. prize. It's like Daddy bringing home his lunchbox to see what else yeah, is in it. Yeah, what else is in there? Mm-hmm. Do you ever remember any of the prizes that you got? They were, there was one with a parachute, this little, oh, the little funny guy. looking guy yeah, that would yeah, yeah. you could drop it and it supposedly... Parachuted, yeah, but it yeah. never worked. No, <laughs> the strings were like thread. There was a whistle once, I think. There was a whistle, plastic. I remember getting a little tiny book, little tiny like oh. four-page book. I really liked it, and I think back then I could probably read it. Oh my gosh! Because the letters were so small, but I always liked it when I got the little, the little, little tiny book. Aww. Cracker Jacks. I wonder how much they are now. I don't know, but they used to taste really good. They did taste good. That was the probably the first commercial caramel corn maybe don't they they have peanuts in them don't peanuts they? in them oh okay so a lot of people can't eat peanuts this is true mm. maybe they have cracker jacks with almonds if you have them and you can't eat them i'll take them okay drop them off <laughs> drop them off on federico drive what if you got? cracker jacks i i have um different different events that were in the olympics a long time ago a long, long time ago? A long, long time ago. Okay. Rope climbing was actually part of the gymnastics programming at the Olympics. Hmm. Rope climbing. Okay. 1896. I didn't even know the Olympics went back that far. They went farther than that. Well, I'll be. I mean, the Greeks started them. The Olympics, way like we know it? Back. Medals and all? Oh, they used to all give right. laurels and crowns and everything else 1896 1906 1924 and 1932 they had rope climbing as an event i would have loved to have seen that i I I tried to do that jim i remember that too did you fail or did you succeed i went about halfway i failed well i'm not a climber well, they didn't have enough knots in it. That the knots help. Yeah. But there were no there. I don't remember the knot other than the one at the bottom. And the rope burned. It did. Mm. What do you do when you're up there and you have to slide down? Ow. You have to make sure that you have on long pants and long sleeve gym clothes. Yep. That are flame retardant <laughs> because the friction. <laughs> the boom. sparks. <laughs> yeah. It could just be what is that spontaneous combustion? Combustion. Yeah, I wasn't. I liked the trampoline. I never got to go on a trampoline. I liked gymnastics. We played volleyball most of the time. Yeah, I didn't like it. No. No. I was a good server. Were you a good yeah. server? Yeah. See, that's why you were a good waitress. But I couldn't hand it back. Oh. 
that was the problem. You just serve it and it was gone. Yeah. So isn't that okay because you're in the back? <laughs> Unless the ball comes at you. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Once you serve it, if you're a good server, you can just kind of play back. Hang back there so that you're not involved <laughs> in the rest of the game. That's why playing forward in basketball was fun because all I did was run up and down. I really didn't have to do much. <laughs> I'd never played basketball. No? Too short. You could have been a guard. <laughs> of what, your kneecaps? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe mine, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was played center and, and forward. I wasn't very good. Look how easy it is just to segue off into a tangent that we don't very even... We do this all the time. I know, but we I want to get to all... some of the good stuff. <laughs> well, this is good stuff. <laughs> not that this it is, isn't. Not that it isn't. This is I'm, good stuff. Oh, boy. Right, what stuff have you got? Foot in my mouth. <laughs> um, I got paradoxes. Oh, because we did them once before, and, and you seem to enjoy them. I so this is going to make you really think. All right, let me think. I imagine, imagine that a time traveler buys a copy of Hamlet from a bookstore, travels back in time to Elizabethan London, hands the book to Shakespeare, who then copies it out and claims it as his own work. Over the centuries that follow, Hamlet is reprinted and reproduced countless times until finally a copy of it ends up back in the same original bookstore ah. where the traveler finds it, buys it, and takes it back to Shakespeare. Who then wrote Hamlet? Shakespeare. Who else would have? It kept going back to Shakespeare. He wrote it. No, listen. Uh, it was in the store. The guy the buys store. it, goes back in time. Goes back in time. Gives it to him. Hands him the book already written. He says, Oh, that's mine. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's mine. And he prints it out and gets famous for it, even though he just received the book from somebody else. So who wrote it? That's what I'm asking. Do you know the answer? There is no answer. There's no answer. But he wrote it. <laughs> he, I think you're missing the point. <laughs> he, he, wrote, he wrote it. But if he didn't. He did. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Maybe the rest of them will get you. Our email address is... <laughs> stuffingforus at gmail.com. And if anybody out there followed me and knew what I was talking about, please let me know so I don't get depressed. Yeah, because I think he wrote it. Okay. But I get it. I get what you're saying. No, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> because we wouldn't know who wrote it. That's Shakespeare right. stole it. Yeah. And said it was his. Yeah. So we have no idea who wrote it. Yeah. It's a it's a mystery. Or is it? She's trying to convince me. All right. I can tell. I can't wait to hear more of those. <laughs> okay. So, oh, I forgot to say this part of the rope climbing. Originally, competitors in the rope climbing in the Olympics uh -huh. were judged on speed. I thought you were going to say nude. <laughs> Where the heck is your head? Where are you? I'm Where? lying around. <laughs> competitors were judged originally on speed and style, but later on in the years, medals were awarded for those who made it to the top first. Mm -hmm. The only rule is no legs allowed how the hey hey you're talking about some strong arms 
There's no way. You're talking about strong arms there. You gotta grip it with your feet. I know. How do you Unless, do that? You gotta That would have been an interesting video to oh watch. Do you ever see do you ever see the pole people dancing. that go up the pineapple trees? Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. We watched Survivor and I know years past they've had sometimes one of the prizes or the, the, the rewards on one of the challenges might be that they're going to have someone who is who is um, original to the island. They were going to have them come and stay with them for a day at their camp mm -hmm. and teach them things. Mm -hmm. And and there have been people who climb up these pineapple trees yeah. or coconut trees, sorry, not pineapple. With rope? No. With they nothing? just jump on the, the trunk and they go up with their hands and their feet and they get the coconuts and they throw them down and it's amazing. So they to gotta see. be able to hold on to the ridges of the tree. They they just can grip it. Okay. And they've done it all their lives. Okay. I find that very fascinating. Okay. Something I would love to do in another life. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another one. Live pigeon shooting. What? That was an Olympic sport. Oh. The first of two trigger-happy events on this list is one of many that only stuck around for one year at the 1900 Paris Games. I wonder why it was only one year. Well, we'll find out on maybe another day. <laughs> <laughs> maybe because it wasn't, wasn't very... Okay. Yeah, they actually, That's horrible. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you more about that in a moment. Okay. This one is a little long, but it's, it's, I find it very interesting. Do I need a pen? No. Okay. A crocodile snatches a young boy from a riverbank. Oh, my gosh. His mother pleads with the crocodile to return him, to which the crocodile replies that he will only return the boy safely if the mother can guess correctly whether or not he will indeed return the boy. There is no problem if the mother guesses that the crocodile will return him. If she is right, he will be returned. If she is wrong, the crocodile keeps him. If she answers that the crocodile will not return him, however, we end up with a paradox. If she is right and the crocodile never intended to return her child, then the crocodile has to return him but in doing so breaks his word and contradicts the mother's answer. On the other hand, if she is wrong and the crocodile actually did intend to return the boy, the crocodile must then keep him even though he intended not to, thereby also breaking his word. Uh. <laughs> um. See, you lost me. <laughs> When the crocodile started to talk, because I thought, oh, he's got the boy, but he's opening his jaws to talk. So the boy rolled out of the crocodile's mouth to safety with his mama. So all this is the rest. going to be a very long <laughs> The program. rest is like a moot point because he opened his mouth. That was his mistake. What and if he wasn't holding him in his mouth? Where would he hold him? In those little tiny, those little tiny hands? Those Maybe he was standing on him. You think? <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You just. You're not. You're, wow. You're just, just, I'm, 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 that I'm, hurts my brain. Doesn't that hurt? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
okay. a new that's I a think, new sound. I think from now on I'll find you the shortest ones no, no, I can no, possibly no. find. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Sure it's, you do. I began to have pain in my frontal lobe yeah. right next to the chrysanthemum. <laughs> okay, there's only one barber in town. The barber who is a man shaves only those men who do not shave themselves, but no one else who shaves the barber. Does he shave himself? Would he? Wait, read it. Well, I, don't, I want to hear this now. Read it again for our listeners because they may be thinking, what? All right. There is only one barber in town. One barber. Mm-hmm. The barber, who is a man, mm-hmm. shaves only those men who do not shave themselves. Only those men who do not shave themselves. No one else. No one else. Who shaves the barber? So if he shaves himself, he wouldn't shave himself. I got it. <laughs> right? Because he shaves himself. He only shaves people who don't shave themselves. Uh huh. So if he shaves himself, he doesn't shave himself. <laughs> I got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I got it. That's a conundrum. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'm so proud of so you. So back to our pigeon shooting. <laughs> Instead of a clay pigeon, that year, in 1900, in Paris, the organizers opted for real pigeons to compete with, which is probably why it didn't go over so well. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a mess. It would be... Crying. It would be sad. It would, I'm sure, animal activists, even back then, came I'm sure out there had said, to be a form of PETA somewhere. You can't, yes. It, you know, you can't find PETA bread anywhere. I know what, what you're. <laughs> I know you talked about PETA. I know, and I'm talking about PETA, P-I-T-A. And I know wait, you were wait, at PETA. Wait a minute. Do you we ha- do we even have to have minds come in here and do this program? <laughs> no, which is why we qualify. So everyone, I want some good Syrian bread. So the kind that's kind of dry on the outside, and then you tear it, and it's a pocket, but not doughy. Nice and dry on the outside, so I like you've got the that doughy. little bit of. You do, mm-hmm. you know. Chewy. I, I like it with a little bit of. It's not crisp. It's just more dry. Okay. So if you know where, to leave it get out in the sun. Some dry. No. It, well, <laughs> you know what? It almost is like it's a little stale on the outside, but not that stale taste. Okay. But kind of dry. Okay. So if you know where. Uh-huh. I can get mm-hmm. some good Syrian bread. S-Y-R-I-A-N. Correct. Please email us. At stuffingforus at gmail.com. And let us know so that I can purchase some. It's really good when it's right. You know, it's kind of like, you know, hamburger. Well, no, that wouldn't be good for you because you're a vegetarian. It'd be like, you've got to get just the right Mayonnaise. Now, is it mayonnaise or mayonnaise? It's white stuff. <laughs> you know, you can't. You have salad to do dressing. Hellman's. It's got to be just right. What's the difference between mayonnaise and salad dressing? Salad dressing, I think, has got more vinegar and maybe some more spices in it. Really? I think so. I don't care for salad dressing. It's tang- too tangy. Oh, I kind of like, like it. Do tartar you? Tartar sauce. Yeah. For tartar sauce? I guess it would be really good in tart- to make it with, you mix it with relish. Okay. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> mix it with relish. 
You make tartar sauce, just like that. Honey okay. mustard dressing. You know how you okay. make honey mustard dressing? No, that's all right. Honey? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. You know what? Fine. I thought we were partners. <laughs> it's all right. I am going to repeat this. Honey mustard dressing. I used to just do mustard and honey together, but you have to add mayonnaise. Really? Yes, and it's yummy, and it's easy to make. Have you ever tried doing it without the mayonnaise? I did. And? I would do it and make it, you know, to dip chicken in or something. You yeah, know? yeah. And it just didn't, didn't no really pizzazz. work. No pizzazz? And then I um, found out that you have to add mayonnaise <laughs> or mayonnaise. Mayo. Not salad dressing. Not Miracle yes, Whip. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Not Miracle Whip. <laughs> I'm all talked out. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, these are kind of like paradoxes, but they're, 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 they're not exactly as bad as the ones I've just read. The more you try to keep someone close, the further away you'll push them. This is the argument against jealousy in relationships. Once actions or feelings become obligations, they lose all meaning. If your girlfriend feels obligated to spend her weekends with you, then the time you spend together has become meaningless. Amen. And I'm thinking to myself, if your girlfriend feels like it's an obligation to be with you, then maybe she's looking for somebody else. Yeah, maybe she shouldn't be your girlfriend. Yeah, really. Yeah. You will be here for supper. No, I won't. I'm going yeah. to the movies with Frank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you all heard that, but she said with Frank. So she's, 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 she's literally left. She's, she's out in the field. <laughs> Yeah, to have someone obligated to be with you or obligated to love you or forced to or or expected to is not really satisfying or enlightening. Or you sound as if you know what you're talking about. I do. Ah. Not from my own personal experience. Oh, oh. Just because of things that I... Yes. Yeah, it's like, no. Why, why would you want that? Mm. You know? that's mm -hmm. No, I like that one. Okay. That was good. All right. So the pigeon shooting. We're going oh, back. no. Live birds were held and released into the air for competitors to shoot. Guess how many birds were killed oh, during the no, event? Oh, no, no, no. 300. Oh, that's better than I thought it was going to be. Is it 300? Over 300 birds reportedly killed. So now you got all these Did dead anybody birds eat laying them around. Well, after? I don't know. Do you eat pigeon? Some people do. I don't think I would eat pigeon. Isn't uh, it kind of like eating quail? I, I really don't. I don't I know. I don't know that I've ever eaten quail. My daughter adopted a pigeon in the city one day. Yes. It, had, it was white. That's so funny. One it day. Was, she had it for just a day? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh. But, but it was white with black spots and stripes and stuff. It was like every other pigeon you ever see built the same way, but just different colored. It looked like it was part albino or something. And it lived with her? No. Well, she adopted it. She adopted it as her own. She gave it a name. She used to follow it. And my daughter's... Never mind. <coughs> <laughs> so she fed it yeah and it knew her yeah but i would think that if she fed it one pigeon you know what happens what all the other pigeons come it's oh. like seagulls well i'm sure that they did but she yeah. just didn't pay them any attention she didn't she just took care of that one oh, little dear one little i'm just getting deeper and deeper pigeon. In this <laughs> 
that's really sweet. It was. I've got pictures of him. I he think was that's beautiful. Very, we can't show them to our listeners. I know, but uh, imagine. Just imagine. close your eyes and think. Yeah. 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 Okay. Can you see it? Oh, 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 isn't he adorable? Feeding the little pigeon. And then the little pigeon bites her, and she's got to okay. go to the hospital for a tetanus shot and stitches. <laughs> Where did we get? <clears throat> Never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> are we g- we're done with pigeons? Are we not? Oh, I don't know. Let me think. <laughs> Let me think about it. Race walking. Okay, that I know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This isn't a casual stroll. With race walking having all the rules and less of the fun of walking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Competitors must keep contact with the ground at all times, mm-hmm. keeping the leading leg straight. When the foot makes contact with the ground until the leg passes under the body. Rules, rules, rules. Who stands there and watches them? They actually do have people that are along the line that watch carefully. And if you are suspended in air any more than two seconds, you're out. You're out. Wow, I've never heard of that. Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool. Traditional Olympics sometimes sound like great international, a great international picnic, especially when you consider that tug of war used to be a popular event. Yeah. That would be fun to watch. Yeah. Because you can be at a standoff. See all those brawny guys with them. <laughs> <laughs> Shirtless something. <laughs> Take the women off the team. <laughs> Snorting and you laugh no, because you're snorting. You snort you because snort you laugh. Yes, okay. I did. Okay. All right. The more you try to argue <laughs> with someone, the less likely you are to convince them of your perspective. That, yes. that That's a toughie. The reason for this is that most arguments are emotional in nature. They come from someone's values or self-perceptions being violated. Logic is the only used to validate those pre-existing beliefs and values. It's rarely about the objective or logical truth as much as it is repairing people's worldviews. Hmm. For any real debate to truly exist, both parties must be making an honest concession to put their egos aside and only deal with the data. Whoa. Okay. I don't know if that's possible. I don't either. (laughs) I mean, look at all the divisiveness in this country right now, and Mm -hmm. it's just like... Yeah. It's very hard to keep the emotion out. uh Uh-huh. And And once you believe that you're right... Yeah, there's no stopping you. Mm Mm-hmm. Even if you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And who's to determine if you're wrong? Mm Mm-hmm. What if they're all wrong and everyone thinks they're right? Is that a paradox? She's gone above my head. If you head. think you're wrong, but you're right, and everyone else thinks you're wrong, but they're right. Who's mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh Nobody's my. right. But are they? <laughs> <laughs> We've gone over to the first <laughs> So I told you my husband gives me these jokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. A dentist claimed... A dentist, a dentist exclaimed. Exclaimed. That's okay. different. That's different. Yeah. This is the biggest <laughs> cavity I have ever seen. The biggest oh. cavity I've ever seen. 
the biggest cavity I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to repeat yourself, Doc, the patient said glumly. I didn't. That was an echo. I got it. I got it. As soon as you said it the second time. Oh, that's, that's cute. Yeah. He that gets those from cute. the American Legion magazine. He tears them out, which is so sweet that he thinks, thinks of you got to uh, tell him us. I like that one a lot. I will. All right. The more choices you have, the less satisfied you are with each one. The old paradox of choice. Research shows that when we're presented with more options, we become less satisfied with any particular one we go with. The theory is that when we have so many options, we have greater opportunities, cost to selecting each particular one. Therefore, we are less happy with our decision. Do you find I could have taken that one. Oh, but I got this one. Oh, all the time. Yep. Don't give me too many choices. Yep. Exactly the same way. In the stores and all of the... Yes. Oh, yeah. Picking out carpet. <gasps> picking out flooring. It's a little browner than the last one. Picking Maybe that furniture. would be better. Then, then, God forbid, the salesperson makes a suggestion or says something like, <gasps> this color is very popular, or many people are choosing this. Mm -hmm. Influences you a little bit. Doesn't me, though, because when I hear that, I kind of say, well... I'll find them. It's not me. It's not you. Good for you. Yeah. But having too many choices, I remember picking yeah. carpet and saying, I can't, I can't do this. you got to give me three choices. I can't have all these choices. This is overwhelming, and what if I make a mistake? That's another thing. Yeah. You always feel let down because you think, oh, I should have taken the other one. Correct. Yeah. Uh. This is like therapy. <sighs> Let's see. What have I got here? Oh, the giant, uh, 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 oh, we're, we were still talking about um, tug of war. So it says here it appeared for the first time at the Paris. <laughs> I have a very vivid imagination. It appeared for the first time at the Paris Olympic Games in 1900 and was featured on the events list until 1920. Hmm. Eight-man teams often made up with competitors from different countries, had to pull their opponents six feet to win or make the most progress within five minutes. Uh -huh. So they didn't let it go on a long Aww. time. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> the British team was made up mostly of police officers and was actually one of the strongest, winning two gold medals and one silver medal while the event was around. Hmm. Paris did record-breaking sales on baby oil. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Bev. You can see those you big arms. my day. Big old arm muscles oh, and pulling that rope. <laughs> baby oil. I don't think I can do any more of this. I'm getting, I'm getting the class. I think, you know, they I do baby oil or something like that on when men used to fight hey, in the I'm ring. an old woman. <laughs> No, no, they would fight in the ring, and they did that so the glove or the fist would slide, you know, would slide off so they wouldn't get hurt. Please, <laughs> don't let me think of anything else. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Go the, ahead. The more honest you are about your faults, the more people will think you're perfect. The amazing thing about vulnerability is the more comfortable you are about not being that great the more people will think you are. True. 
True. I learned that a long, 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 long time ago. If you don't know, say. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Don't don't brag on yourself because they're going to expect more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And be humble. Truly humble. Not, oh, it's hard there, there's to be a, humble. There's such a thing as being humble but not being humble at the same time. Is there a paradox there? It's kind of like being on a jet plane and flying somewhere, but, oh, I don't like having to travel this far over the Mediterranean. <laughs> You know, it's kind of saying, oh, poor pity me. Oh, I yeah. have to be there oh, for this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had to go get a dress. Humble bragging. Yes, I had to get a dress. I had to get a dress. And this, uh, the one that I wanted was only $8,000. But I thought, I can't go shopping any longer because I have to bring Puffy to the Poodle Palace. So I'm going to buy the $8,000 dress, you know. Let's get back to the men on yeah. the plane. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're just having fun. We are. Yeah, we're just having fun. Oh, yeah. No. So, so on this joke list here, let's see. I'll try another one. Okay. I arrived early at a restaurant last night. Do you mind waiting for a few minutes? The manager asked. Not at all, I replied. Good. Take these drinks to table nine. That was... Oh, not, oh not that, was, that was bad. Not very funny. That, no. That was, that How about was, this one? A chicken frowned at her brood. If your father could see you now, she declared, he'd turn over in his rotisserie. <laughs> oh. That, yeah, that's... Oh. Oh. You know, I'm thinking frowning. They don't have lips, so how do they frown? Oh. <laughs> You're right. They don't... They, well, yeah, how would they frown? I saw a cartoon with women frown? with two chickens trying to put lipstick on, and they said, uh, it just won't work, no, Ethel. No, that won't work. No. That won't. <laughs> Ethel? Now, I know you don't eat meat. No. But have you ever gone into a supermarket and smelled the rotisserie chickens cooking? Doesn't mm-hmm. that smell good to you? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 Okay. Just wondering. <laughs> just just thinking about it. Hey, I can still remember the greasy, nice Kentucky Fried Chicken. I know. Mm-hmm. KFC. I didn't like it when they went to their extra crispy. It wasn't the same. Oh, I liked it. Oh, gosh. See? You don't need to be a vegetarian. Yes, I... You can have some chicken. I would never live with myself. If you ate a chicken? If I ate anything meat. Okay. I would just fall through the floor. (laughs) (laughs) They'd have to open it up and dig me back out. Is it almost time for us to take a break? (laughs) I'd I'd say you're probably right about that. Okay, here we go. Don't worry, I'm on. What is happening? Like, what exactly is happening here? 8917 WTBR-FM Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC provides access to higher education to everyone in Berkshire County and beyond, offering more than 50 high-quality programs, small class sizes, and an affordable education to help their students of all ages achieve their dreams. At BCC, their middle name is Community. And from County Ambulance, providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at CountyAMB.com. 
Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC provides access to higher education to everyone in Berkshire County and beyond, offering more than 50 high-quality programs, small class sizes, and an affordable education to help their students of all ages achieve their dreams. At BCC, their middle name is Community. And from County Ambulance, providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at countyamb.com. WTBR-FM, Pittsfield. I want to be able to do that. I know. Pittsfield. (laughs) (laughs) What have you got for us, true or false? (sighs) Oh, yeah, yeah. And here we are, 89.7 WTBR, which he just said. Yes. Every Thursday morning, 8.30, and we're going Live. So that if during is, our live show you want to call here... If you think you, we're silly now... You, oh, it's going to be an adjustment. I'm going to have to bring my coffee We're in. going to be fine. And we can bring our coffee. Okay. Yeah, so if you decide that you would like to call during the show, we don't have a... It's not a call-in show. No, it's not. But you <laughs> could call. Eventually we'll get there. We're trying to get there. 413-445-5943 yes. is the phone number. Anyway. Donald Duck. His sister. Is her name Donna? His name Donna. The name of the dog on the box of Cracker Jack's spot and the first food grown and eaten in space was potatoes. Potatoes. So some of those are true, some of those are false, some of them are a mix. Who knows? All right. Can't wait to find out. So okay. I need to tell you. So it's it's um, this particular week is before Easter. And last night, a bunch of us made... Butter lambs. Huh? Butter lambs. You take two sticks of butter and a ricer or a garlic press, some toothpicks, some cloves, some cinnamon, a knife, some ice water, and you create a, a lamb made out of butter. <laughs> now, my friend's husband said, why? <laughs> well, see, see, I'm kind of going like that, but it doesn't go over well on radio because <laughs> I mean if you could see us um, this it's, look a, on it, my it's adorable face. I am what? going to actually show her a picture of the lamb you, of, that you made yes <laughs> oh my goodness it looks like she has babies tied to her no those, those are, are her legs, legs. <laughs> <laughs> they look like they're nursing no, it's a cute. See, I actually put cinnamon in his mouth, but he looks like he's been eating chocolate cake. He does look happy. Or he or she. I don't know which which it is. I didn't even. But that's what is you that do. Is that Dolly? That's. <laughs> see, look at all the butter lambs. Look at that. So we got a whole table here full of these butter lambs that you make. And you can you, look it up on Google and you, you put it on the table. After? You put it on the table for Easter. You know, you wash your hands so that it's well, clean. Yeah, but I mean, what? Um, and then you use it on your bread. You eat them? Well, yeah, it's butter. But they're lambs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those poor babies. Well, it's butter. It's lambs. But it's a butter. And they're nursing. <laughs> <laughs> they're lambs. 
legs. Those are legs sticking out. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness, my goodness. So okay. so yeah, butter 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 lambs. Okay. All right. Now what's that got to do with Olympics? Nothing. Okay. It has nothing to do with anything. Okay. It's just more stuff. Oh, you know, I wear waterproof mascara, but it doesn't really help when I'm here. All right, let's see if okay. I got this one. The harder you push for something, the harder it will feel to achieve. When we expect something to be difficult, we often unconsciously make it more difficult. For instance, for years, I assumed starting a conversation with a stranger was something that was highly abnormal and therefore difficult. As a result, I spent a lot of time strategizing and studying ways to relate to people I didn't know. Little did I realize all I had to do was say, hi, mm -hmm. and then ask a simple question. But because it felt hard, I proceeded to make it hard for myself. Do you find that hard? I did. Now I just kind of, it's not that difficult, actually. If you see somebody and you catch their eye, you smile or you nod your head or something. And, and then you can, you, it just follows from that. It does. Yeah. And, and then if you're really lucky, you get, you, you get someone who will start talking to you and never, ever, ever stop. <laughs> what kind of luck are we talking about here? Oh, the luck of the Irish. Oh, geez. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you know, you were doing your, your, your southern accent, which I love. And <laughs> I've told you and our listeners before that I have good friends, very good friends in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. and, um, and also, through the military reunions we go to, we found, oh, we've met other people that have southern accents. They're mm -hmm. from the south. Mm -hmm. And I saw this video the other day about southerners who hate in the movies when they oh. pretend to have a southern accent oh. and they showed these clips oh dear of movies where actors are trying to imitate southern accents and it is hysterical because they're so bad they're so bad they talk like that <laughs> well gee sally is that what right? are you gonna do oh my god that's more like hillbilly just like and I want to I want to send the clips to my friend in Tennessee because she gets the <sighs> biggest kick out of it. Wow, that's yeah. kind of offensive too. I don't I don't know. I think they're just overacting. Would you be offended by somebody that tried to do that? They say when you're around somebody that has an accent, you tend to mimic them. They'll pick it up a little bit. Yeah, I find that when I'm with them. It's very hard to stop. It is. Now my husband, who lived in Virginia for a long time. See, now that when, you just got the rhythm going with that one. Did yes, you hear that? Yes. I heard that. When he when he is with them, mm -hmm. he tends to pick it up a little bit, like just a little bit. Uh -huh. You know, talk about Jerry, her friend's Jerry, and she'll and, and I'll do it too. Hi, Jerry. And we laugh. But I, I don't, do you ever, would you feel insulted if somebody was? I don't, not if I know them well enough. I think if it were a stranger, that would be different. Yeah. What like, if they said, I love your accent? Then you kind well, I'd pause a little bit, like I just did, and yes. say, yeah, that's okay. Okay, yeah. thanks. I love accents. I wish we had one. We had one in, in, in New York that was not happy. I mean, it was more like the kind where you you talking to somebody, but it ends up sounding like a question. I'm going over to the store down to the, 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 the street. Oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. Where in New York? Upstate New York. Upstate New York. So you'd say something like, I'm going to walk down to the store? Yeah. Like that? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I never noticed that kind of an accent. After a while, that gets on you. Is that an accent, or is that just an inflection? Inflection, I guess, or just a habit or something. Yeah. But yeah, but you can tell from the community it's like that. You spoke that way while you were there? Yeah. And then you broke it? I did. Yeah. Because I hated the way I sounded. You didn't. But do we have an accent? Where? See, we're all from different places, though. But the newscasters all speak like we do. They say the Midwestern voice of no accent is robotic but clearer. (laughs) (laughs) It did sound very robotic. Didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that. Yes, you can. No, I can't. I'll bet you could. Okay, you want to talk some more? About what? Paradoxes. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, let me see. I love them. All right. I love those. They're getting my, my brain is awake. It's awake now. I'm going to get the next this one. This one is kind of highbrow. I feel like Medusa. Okay. Shh, shh. You're not hissing. Shh. She hissed. Her snakes hissed. Yes. Well, anyway, this one's a little, little, a heterological bird. <laughs> a heterological bird? Word. A heterological word. Are you going to tell us what heterological means? Is a word that does not describe itself. A heterological word is a word that does not describe itself. Does heterological describe itself? For example, verb is a heterological word since it is not a verb. Opposed to noun, which is in itself a noun. Similarly, long is a heterological word since it's not a long word it's really a short word so then is heterological a heterological word if it doesn't describe itself then it's heterological then it would not be a word that described itself so it's heterological so the word heterological is not heterological very good. Oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I need to lay down. <laughs> I need to lay down somewhere. I need an aspirin. Or as my mother would say, get me an aspirin. She would say, my mother did. She said, Linny, get me an aspirin. Go, Mom, it's an aspirin. It's an, oh, that hurt. But I got it. You got it. I did. I'm so proud of myself. Ooh. They had a swimming obstacle course in the Olympics in 1900. The Paris Olympics, just like a normal swimming race, except this one had three obstacles, including pole climbing and boats to climb into and swim under. I never heard of that. It's kind of like the Josh Billings. Oh, Where you, you bike, you run, and you paddle. This event was held on a river. So in modern times, competitors would probably be using trash and sewage as their obstacles. Oh, my gosh. I don't think about that. I don't think that's very good. No, I don't think I'd want that. All right, this is a good one. Okay. Does an object that has all its components replaced remain the same object? This is a classic paradox drawn from ancient Greeks. It's called Theseus, Ship of Theseus Paradox. You have an old wooden ship. You remove a plank from the ship, one at a time, and replace it 
with a new plank. You do this with every piece until the old ship is completely replaced. Is it still the same ship? If you construct a new ship out of the old pieces you took off the first ship, which one is the original ship? Oh, okay. So you've used all the old planks you took off ship number one. Uh-huh. You've replaced all the old components of the ship mm -hmm. until the whole ship has been replaced. Now you've saved the pile yep. of all the old pieces, mm -hmm. and you use those pieces to construct a new ship. Mm -hmm. Which one is the original ship? Mm -hmm. um, the second one, kind of. Because it's made of the old pieces? Because it's made of the old pieces oh but it's been remade yeah so if i had to choose i would say yes it's the original ship because they <laughs> <laughs> i like that one. Oh, that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> i like that one okay i'll have to sh tell that one to my husband see he what he says ships mm. he can think about whoops Think about that. Dueling pistols. Well, that's kind of dumb. Du <laughs> that's a paradox. <laughs> Dueling pistols. No, this wasn't a duel you're familiar with from the movies. During the unofficial 1906 intercalated okay. games in Athens, competitors actually shot at plaster dummies from about 20 to 30 meters away. This was probably for the best after hearing what happened to the poor pigeons. <laughs> Almost a gosh. <laughs> yeah, dueling pistols. It's probably better to shoot those. Yeah, the little pigeons died. You know. So, so what did? How did they judge who won? To see who. Who hit the plaster dummy from 20 to 30 meters away? Did it matter where on the dummy it got it hit? It doesn't say. doesn't say. But probably good that it wasn't people. Okay. But back then. That's I don't know, that was strange. That was 1906. That's yeah, strange. plaster. Wow. Mm. The more convinced someone is that they're right, the less they probably know. There's a direct correlation between mm -hmm. how open a person is to differing perspectives and how much that person actually knows about any given subject. Or as the philosopher Bertrand Russell once said, the trouble with the world is that the stupid are sure and the intelligent are full of doubt. Ooh. You think? Mm-hmm. The intelligent are full of doubt. If you cannot say to someone, I don't know, then I worry about you. Yes, I agree 100%. I say I don't know a lot. <laughs> I don't know. But she's humble no, about it. I don't know. And then sometimes when I think I know, I'll say it to myself. That doesn't sound I right. I don't think that sounds right. <laughs> and then you have to suck it up and say to somebody, I think I was wrong. That's the F-R-O-M thing with me. If I read it too fast, it's form, not from. Yes. True. <laughs> True. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hot air ballooning. Ah. I got to go up on hot air balloon. Yes, ma'am. 
Have you been up in a hot air balloon? Never. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's it's Fine. not a thrill. Uh huh. You know, kind of like, you know, been there, done that. It was nice. I don't yeah. know. It just yeah. wasn't a thrill. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, technically a demonstration event, and not official an official sport. Hot air ballooning was part of the 1900 Olympic Games. Competitors were judged and earned points on elements like distance, duration, and elevation. Huh. So if you came down with ice on you, you probably you went probably highest. You probably went really high. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they had to click their heels three times. Oh, wow. Like the um, Wizard of Oz. Okay. I don't think that you needed to do that. She did good on that one. You know, I would think that they must get some points on landing. Because when you're in a hot air balloon, they're not always quite sure where they're going to land, which was interesting for me. It's all about the wind. They check the wind first. It's all about the wind. They and don't do a geographical off. map? They, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. Wouldn't it make sense to say, well, there's a clearing over there. Let's head for that. It's, they can't steer a hot air balloon. You can't steer a no, balloon? they don't steer it. You don't have guide wires that you couldn't uh, no, change No, they direction? didn't have anything like that. He just had the flame thing, and we didn't drop any bags or anything like that. And you it was all actually about went the wind. up in mm -hmm. that thing. You took the... Ch oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, and then there's different options. I mean, they're out in open space. There's different options where if the wind tends to take you, they know where they can land. Um we landed in the parking lot. So what if you got the north wind battling the south wind? Did you I, just sing there? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. Okay. And it's funny because it's it's quiet up there, but then they, they release the flame. Uh-huh. And it's this loud <laughs> Yeah. So it breaks the moment. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? I, I would assume. Yeah. You know? All right. All righty. A stranger. Uh -huh. appears out of nowhere oh. and hands you a strange device. The stranger then runs away and you never see them again. You discover the device handed to you is a time machine. After holding it for a while, you get bored. Instead of getting rid of it, you figure, hey, why not give it to myself? So you go back in time and give yourself the device, hence starting the whole cycle again. So where did the device come from? Ooh, ooh, I have chills. <laughs> I have chills. So they get the time machine. Mm -hmm. They use the time machine to go back in time to give themselves the time machine mm -hmm. back in time. Mm -hmm. So you probably then gave the time machine to the person, the stranger, who met you in the future to give you the time machine so you could go back in time and give it to him. She's looking like she's got it, but Do I, have it? I have no idea well, where you're going with that. Well, the time machine stranger gave the person the time machine. We'll call the person Sally. <laughs> Sally has the time machine and uses it to go back in time to give herself. Uh -huh. No, she yeah, goes back yeah. in time so she can give the time machine to herself. And then she runs away so that herself doesn't see that it's her. <laughs> so she goes back in time and meets herself. So uh -huh. she's two different people. No, she's the same person. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I thought I had it. 
Okay. All oh, right. I thought I had it. All right. All right. Horse long jump. You guessed it. 1900 Paris Olympics. Same one. The horse long jump featured as an event, even though the winning leap from Belgium's Constant Van Langendonk, sure. <laughs> who was riding the extra dry, which is the horse, was an impressive <laughs> 6.10 meters. It didn't have a patch on the humans taking the same depth of faith, whatever that means. Okay. It failed to impress and was axed from the events list afterwards, as was the horse high jump as well. The horses have some serious competition in this event to make a comeback. So no horses anymore. Okay. No horses. All right. True or false? Ah. Donald Duck's sister is named Donna. The name of the dog on a box of Cracker Jacks is Spot. The first food grown and eaten in space was potatoes. Donald Duck's sister is Donna. That's correct. Cracker Jacks, I don't think the dog had a name. I say no. Potatoes are easy to grow. So I say yes for the potatoes. Donald Duck's sister is named Dumbella. Dumbella? Mm -hmm. Why would they call her Dumbella? I didn't have anything to do with it. The name of the dog on a box of Cracker Jacks is Bingo. Bingo. The first food grown and eaten in space was romaine lettuce. None of them are true. None of them. You've never done that before. Nope. None of them are true. Romaine lettuce. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that happened in 2015. 2015? Mm-hmm. The first food grown and consumed. Grown and consumed. Well, the potatoes are easy to grow, like I said, but... They're easy lettuce, to eat. Lettuce grows fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. Okay. I think Dumbella is terrible, and I, I hope they do away with Dumbella. For sure. But she's a good we girl. We will see you next time on Stop. Please join us. The views and opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of... PCTV or WTBR.